Hey y'all, it's Shantavia, aka Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast Talks. I did want to come on and explain to you guys what this is because normally our podcast listeners don't normally see this segment of the episode because it is exclusively on our YouTube channel. But the Obedience Podcast Talks segment is where we go live on YouTube and we interview a Christian content creator. It could be a male, it could be a female, it could be a group, just whoever that we have found on the internet as we are just living our lives as someone that was inspiring and doing this thing for Christ just like we are. And so we get them together so we can have a little conversation regarding a topic that is related to our series. So I hope that you enjoy and remember that you can check this live interview out with the video portion on our YouTube channel. The link will be in the show notes. And I also want to add, since this is live, there may be some audio issues and you may hear some internet disconnecting. Remember, this is live. We just pull the audio as is from YouTube, but y'all know this ministry is a work in progress, but we will get better eventually. So please bear with the audio issues, but know this was a good word. So turn on your spiritual ears. If you aren't driving, get your notebook, get your Bibles, and let's get into this episode. Enjoy. Hey, hey y'all. It's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash. And Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay. And this is Obedience Podcast. So if you're new here, our mission at Obedience Podcast is to simply obey. Yes. And obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God. B, believing in God's word. E, evolving through Christ Jesus. And Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And for our returning listeners, our fam, welcome back to Obedience Podcast Talk. Yes, we are so excited to y'all. Hey. All right, y'all. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Today, we are interviewing the amazing ladies of Tents and Tabernacles. So the mission of the podcast is a show where they meet God through the person of Jesus Christ. I just love that objective because it just, you know, encompasses everything, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. And y'all, their show is amazing, especially if you are a Bible geek like me, because they go in depth with the scriptures and they give their take on things, and to make you think a different way, which I, I just love. Mm-hmm. And so, as Ashley stated in our live, if y'all saw that, Victoria has been on our show previously, and mm-hmm. she talked about her co-host, and so we were like, they have to be the first guest of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so she is going to come along with her co-host, Vicky, today. So let's go ahead and bring them into the room. If I can join. There, there we go. Come on, come on, join us in the room. How y'all doing? Good. Hey, great, great. Thank y'all so much for coming on and being a part. And actually, hold on, not even just being a part, being the first uh, interviewees on our. Let me say 
our first people to come on obedience talk so thank y'all so much for saying yes yay thanks for having us of course i'm so excited i'm excited too <laughs> it is nice to meet you wiggy it's nice to meet you too i'm like finally i've been like excited all day i'm just like i'm ready to go <laughs> I'm yes all right, so let's go ahead and hop into it um, with the first question. So, can you guys share your salvation story? You oh, yes. How much time do we have? You oh, can go Lord. first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all right, let's. I'm going to go through it pretty quickly. So, my salvation story, of course, I was. Raised in a Christian household, like most most people, um, but you know, I see my mom and dad. But like like I said earlier, my mom just put the Bible on top of me. It wasn't like forced on me. It wasn't like a thing where like my parents bullied me. Like you got to get baptized. You got to get this. So I was raised in church. I knew about God. Technically believed in Jesus, but no relationship. Really, just um, did like you know the sinner's prayer when I was like seven or something like that. Then as I got older. I started to stray a little bit, you know, when you're a teenager, um, kind of felt like a little embarrassed by it, like not embarrassed, but yeah, maybe a little embarrassed. I want to be like everybody else, want to fit in, want to do all the things. So I wilded out a little bit. Once I get into high school, I'm wilding out a little bit, doing the most, probably things my mom doesn't know I did. In college, Wilded out even more. I went went crazy. Part party girl, not doing my work. Just I want to party. I want to drink. I want to smoke. I want to do everything because I never did anything before. Because my mom was pretty strict growing up. Mm-hmm. So then I did have a encounter with God in college. One of those like rock bottom moments mm-hmm. where like you had you know you need to turn to God, but it was kind of short lived. Um, but I had a rock bottom moment, started going to church again, but not really reading my Bible, probably just reading the stuff that the pastor was saying in church, just, Mm -hmm. you know, taking notes or whatever, which was good, but it was short lived. Um, after college, I was wilding again, cause now I got a job, I got a little money and I'm, I'm wilding out. Okay. So then I think I started going to church again, maybe, I don't know, a few years later, I started going to church, but I'm I'm like dipping my toes in and out. And then in 2018, I had my son, as you can hear him yelling um, in the background. That changed a lot for me, of course, because changed my perspective on how I see the world, how I see things, how I see people, how I learn. Um... And really, when I really came to Christ for real and became a real follower of of Jesus was in 2020, when the pandemic hit, you know, everything was going crazy. George Floyd stuff had just happened. Everybody's trying to make sense of the world. I would get into arguments with unbelievers all the time because I'm thinking like, you know, like I'm a Christian. So, you know, and they telling me God ain't real. And I'm like, yes, he is, you know, just fighting with people all the time. And then, I kid you not, this is around April or May. Oh, actually, I skipped a step. 
in 2019, before this happened, I got kind of forced into this group called Freedom, which was like a Bible study group. It was like kind of like a therapy group. So that was kind of like the start of it, kind of me like knowing God is how much he loves me and all that. Fast forward to 2020, like I was saying, I literally heard a voice, God's voice, say when I was arguing with people, you don't know me like that. I literally heard that in my head. Like, you don't know me like that. You arguing with people, you trying to tell them about me, but you don't know what you're talking about. So that like put a light bulb in my head. I said, like, I really felt it in my heart. Like, wow, I don't know what I'm talking about. So at that point, I had been getting uh, advertised these uh, study books on Instagram. I think, and have y'all seen them? The Brand Sunday, have y'all seen those books? Mm-hmm. They have been advertised to me. So I'm just like, I'm gonna buy these books. Then at first I think I thought they were a Bible actually, but then I found out they were a Bible study. So then my friend, she recommended um, a Bible she was using, a study Bible called the She Reads Truth Study Bible. So I bought that on Amazon. It's my first Bible I ever bought for myself. Every other Bible I've bought, um, yeah, I've had my mom and dad have purchased for me like for Christmas and stuff like that. So I bought that Bible. I said, I'm going to read this whole thing. I'm going to read it. I said, I got to know. I got to know the truth. I got to know what's going on, if it's true or not. I got to know either way. So May 2020, I started reading the whole Bible. And it was completely transformative. It transformed my whole life. I was I was not even joined the church at this time. Just reading the Bible, um, studying it, reading commentaries, using the the study books. And basically after that, I just knew it was true. I knew I felt like I just knew <laughs> the truth. So then in this year, oh well, no, this year, we, we in 2022 now. In mm-hmm. March. 2021 I decided I was going to get baptized in front of all the peoples Mm -hmm. and now here we are like I just can't stop telling people about Jesus I can't my mission really is to really I'm a big history nerd not only a bible nerd but I'm a history nerd so I want to make sure people know the history of the church I want to make sure they really know that this is all real like it's not a fairy tale it's not like it really happened and that's just like my mission in life now is to tell everybody about it and make sure they really think critically and they can really tell people like they're not just arguing with people and they don't know facts. Like it is not even about arguing. It's just like presenting facts and saying, this is what I know. These are real hard evidence. This is why I believe. And that's it because I don't believe in blindly believing. So that is my salvation story. Like I really just got saved by myself me and God reading the Bible. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, basically. I love that story because it proves to someone who, you know, maybe on the fence that it doesn't have to happen in this grand church in front of all of these people. Mm-hmm. Like your transformation is personal, just like your relationship with God should be personal. Mm-hmm. And so saying, oh, I can't do it because I don't have this. Yeah. So that's why I love that salvation story. It's part of the story. You might you don't have to be Yes. Me too. <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> 
where do I begin? Because <laughs> um, I was like, where do I start? Because I don't necessarily have like a traditional salvation story um, in the sense of like, you know, I had the epiphany that I should get saved and got saved. <clears throat> um, I like, I like to say I was born on a pew um and knew that I was born on a pew I was at a very young age I had a working knowledge of God to the point where my mom likes to say um or likes to tell people the story of like me being in the backseat of the car having a conversation and she's like who are you talking to and me as three four five year old talking about my Jesus like I was that kid okay yeah I was that kid (laughs) um (laughs) Those kids grow up weird, but anyway, can <laughs> um, <laughs> it be weird? It is. So, um, so, I've always known God on a personal level. Like, I never saw God as, oh, that's my parents' God, or that's my grandparents' God, or oh, that's just the pastor's God. Like, he, I have a relationship with God. I considered myself saved at three. My mom tells people that I was speaking in tongues at three. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember three years old. I, I don't know if I was even speaking full sentences in English at three, but hey. Um, and so throughout my lifetime, it's always been an active church life I was never the type of kid to say oh like I'm just going to church because my parents told me to I was always like are we going to church on Sunday and if we weren't like I was upset um yeah so (laughs) I wanted to go to church and I wanted to like get to know about God um and that turned into a very self-righteous teenager Mm. and so um, I was the kid that was put on a pedestal at church. I was the kid that was like the poster child for perfection and godliness as a teenager and all that kind of stuff. And I grew to hate it. So I was like, well, like, I want to be able to mess up. Like, no one else can mess up. I mean, everyone else can mess up, but I can't. Or everyone else is held to a certain standard um, that's lower than the standard that you're holding me to. So I started to hate the the idea of being godly on the outside and it also stunted my growth in god because by the time i got to youth ministry no one was ministering to me it was like oh well victoria knows it so victoria is going to minister to other people and i had no problem with that i grew up in ministry um my parents weren't necessarily ministers but that was something that i decided i wanted to be at like seven so um i was always ministry minded Um, And so I didn't necessarily know that that was a problem, but I was never discipled. And so that just started to spin out of control when you become an adult and real things start happening and you don't have a foundation in trusting God. And yet you have this like what used to be a very personal relationship with God became a very distant God of, oh, well, he just wants me to look a certain way. So if I don't look that way, then he doesn't love me. The same kid that was having full conversations with Jesus in the backseat of the car became the kid that was like, well, if I don't have, if I don't keep my virginity, he's not going to love me. If I don't um, wear certain clothing that covers up everything, God's not going to love me. Um, if I don't minister on Sundays, God's not going to love me. If I have issues at school, God's not going to love me. And I remember sitting, um, I was probably about 16, 17 years old. I remember sitting down with my youth, um, my youth 
worship leader. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's going on with me, but no one seems to care. She's like, what do you mean? Like, you're you're good. Like, you're, you know, like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't think anyone sees me, but I don't know what's going on either. And no, like, I don't feel like I'm getting anything from youth service anymore. I'm just showing up. And she had a very specific answer that I don't remember um, because I wasn't really, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to listen and like, prune what needs to be heard and what doesn't and so I just kind of threw it all out um because it was more of but you're you're Victoria like you you have it because you're here on Sundays and sometimes you just gotta leave the mess at the door and come into ministry and I was like okay so I kept doing that and then it got to the point where you're no longer in youth ministry and so you're no longer cute and when people um, it may, it's not like this in every ministry. I really hope that it's not like this in every ministry. But at the church that I grew up at, um, once I moved here to Texas, um, kind of lost sight of my value once I stopped being a youth. So once I graduated from high school, it was like, oh, well, you're just like the rest of us. Like, there's nothing special about you now. And so the same people that were in my face cheering me on saying that, oh, you're Victoria, you can minister to the here, you're this, you're that, had nothing to do with me and didn't want to have anything to do with me. Um, and I attributed all of that to God. So from then on, it was like, well, I don't even know if I want to have a relationship with God like that. I don't, I mean, this isn't a God that I want to know. Um, this isn't. I just had a very wrong view of God and I didn't know why I was saved. I didn't know why I wanted to be saved anymore. I didn't even know why I wanted to be pure and live a holy life. I didn't have any reason to do that anymore. Um, once you, once you lose reverence from, from, once you lose reverence of God, obedience is the next thing out the door. There's no reason to obey a God. You don't, respect and so um it it was i i hated god it was weird because i remember telling people like oh i love god i just don't like him right now and that was like my mantra like i said that to everybody i was like you know i'll pray for you but like i personally don't we don't talk we're not on talking terms right now um it was like i'm married to to the lord but he's sleeping in another room right now. <laughs> um, and that was it. That was what I was fine with. And then um, I started requesting things of God and saying like, well, I want this. I see everybody else get this. Well, I want this. And you say that you're this and you say that you're that. And yet all you care about is if I minister to other people, what I didn't understand was that I have to go to God for myself. He's not just going to be like, Oh, Hey, the same way I was going to God for other people, I wasn't doing that for myself because I was never taught to do that for myself. I could stand up on stage right now and have just cried my eyes out two minutes before and like hated my whole life and come on stage and prayed and led worship as if none of that happened. I, I can do that right now. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's something that I was trained to do. And so, um, when it came to going to God for myself and, and allowing myself to be vulnerable with God, like I was just punching a clock. Like I was, I was just 
yeah, I was just punching a clock with God. And so I didn't know that I could go to him for myself. And so um, fast forward to once I met my husband, because I told God, um, basically, like, if you don't, excuse me, if you don't give me a husband, we're done. Um, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> um, and I was serious. He was like, give me a year. And I was like, cool. At the end of this year, if I'm not married or if I don't meet my husband, we're done. Because clearly you care nothing about me. Oh. I was so hurt, y'all. I can't, like, thinking about it now, it's like, Victoria, get your life together. <laughs> it was not that dramatic. But I was really hurt, y'all. And so um, by the end of the year, God came through. Um, <laughs> and I, it's like part of me wishes he didn't because, like, I was a brat. But he did because of his grace and his mercy. And I met my husband and his church was like, was a church that I've never seen before. It was like, they actually taught the unadulterated word of God. They actually taught how to understand the word of God. And it wasn't just a bunch of cliches and metaphors from the pulpit that you can't take anywhere. Um, They read the word and actually continued to read the word during a sermon, not just pick one scripture and then tell a whole story about it later. Um, and that was when a lot of what I thought about God was challenged. And that started probably the beginning of 2020. Um, and all of 2020 was me getting saved. It wasn't a single moment. It was like, I now know and understand what being saved means. The, the glory to which we have been called that hope. Um, of glory like all that type of faith and understanding that we are saved by grace through faith what that means and and all of these words were just words you heard in church I grew up talking about these words that's what I would tell everybody but I had no idea what they meant so understanding what they mean and understanding that I am not perfect and I'm never gonna be perfect by myself that I'm made perfect in Christ Jesus it took a year (laughs) it took a reading it took a year of questioning it took a year of trying to figure out what grace is and honestly it's I'm continuing to work out my salvation like it's never I, I don't attribute it to this one moment where I decided to make um Jesus my lord and savior it was like okay lord um here's my life I have nothing else to give you here's my life um uh do what you want because I, I clearly I've messed it up <laughs> up until now. Clearly I don't know what I'm doing. So you take it, you do whatever you want, and then after that he showed me what being what being saved was. So it took it took a year. And then 2021 was the solidif the solidification, the solidifying of 2020. Um so that now I can explain it to other people. And it's not just um, in the back of my head as something that, you know, I did on a Sunday morning, but rather this is my life now. And now that I can explain it to other people in words that they can understand so that they don't end up like I was. Nice. Yes, 2020 was that year. I'm telling you. You know what, 2020 was a year. It was a year for the world and then a year for the people to rise up and to get, you know, get to know Christ Jesus for themselves. I know it mm-hmm. was that was amazing. I know for the world it was horrible, but for me yeah. it was life changing for the world. 
So yeah. it just, I don't know, it's just so good to hear. It's so, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, it actually encouraging as well just to hear like prominent stories of, you know, how people have gotten to know Christ Jesus within the pandemic. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a verse in Samuel that actually reminds me of me and Wiggy's salvation stories. I'm going to paraphrase it like I do. If you haven't, you know, realized that already, uh, go watching the last one. I paraphrase verses. But um, so basically, um, the prophet is telling David that um, we all we all die. We all come to an end. Our lives are like vapor, right? But God doesn't just throw our lives away. He devises plans to get us back. And that's literally our lives. Like there's so mm-hmm. many moments where God is devising ways oh, to yes. get us back. And that's salvation. It's not just like saying a prayer on a Sunday. It's not even just getting baptized, but noticing that every moment that God is calling your name is salvation. Mm. I'm done, y'all. I'm done. Go ahead. You just be waiting. Like, I'm just waiting for her to come on over here. <laughs> See how long she's going to do it by herself. I'm just like, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. What's that? Hold on. They just over here. She has like a page letter already written. No. <laughs> okay. Here's I want to point out the grace and mercy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The fact that he used your desire slash command to get back to get you back to him mm-hmm. is a whole word. Now here's Everybody at home, don't try that. Don't try that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, don't try that at home now. <laughs> it is not. It is not for the weak. Trust and yeah. believe. Yeah, that might not don't be for everybody, everybody, but it, but it worked for her. But it might not be for everybody now. <laughs> but but that just shows you how good of God that we serve. Yeah. That He mm. moves all and He used it so you could get back to Him. That yeah, and you were far from Him, and He still blessed you with something just yeah. so. Amazing, and that's how we God that we serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I agree. It's God's Uh-oh. goodness that brings man to repentance. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is. And then the part where you said that you feel like you're still doing this salvation thing, mm-hmm. I feel like we are. Like, yeah, we. I'm still not perfect. Like every single day that I walk in the room, or like them. And I think we all just got the mindset of, yeah, we are saved, but we're still being saved every single day. It would change so many people's perspective and get them much further in Christ than they can go. Because they always mess up and then they just say, well, I messed up. Yeah. 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 That's one thing people got to realize is you are going to mess up. Speaking oh, yeah. of Psalms, there is a Psalm I love. There's a few Psalms where David is talking about how his sin is overwhelming him. And Jesus, please, not, oh, he doesn't say Jesus, but he says, Lord, save me from my sin. My sin is so, like, when I read stuff like that, I'm like, man, because I feel like that. Please just save me from myself because I am terrible. I really am. 
Like I'm better than I used to be, but you know what I'm saying? Like deep inside your actual human desires are not the best. I heard that on what was it y'all's last episode? You said that about how like you're never gonna be perfect. You have we have an inherent sin nature, and like you just gotta keep giving it all to him every day. That's like the whole point. Oh, yeah. yeah. We we are to continue to surround those things because when I'm like being convicted by God, I'm just like, oh me. Didn't know that was in my heart. So okay, let me go ahead and surrender. No, not dang. What? Let me go ahead and surrender that that as well because you're my savior. You gotta handle it. You yeah. Yeah. So we're we're always surrendering stuff and just giving up uh, things to him. Yeah. For sure. All you have to do is just say you can have my life. That's just why I give myself for it. Just use mm-hmm. it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Take it. Go ahead. That was the A selection. You're going to get a B. Okay. <laughs> Those were amazing stories. Thank y'all yeah. so much. And thank you for being transparent. I personally, I love to hear salvation stories because it just re energizes me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But between salvation stories and testimonies, I just yeah. love I love listening to testimonies. I sit on YouTube and watch testimonies all day. Yes, it's all about them. I don't know. Yeah, it does re-energize you, especially when you hear a a testimony from like somebody who is like, you know, even the world would throw them away. Like I've watched, you know, like murderers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like those are the ones you're like, oh, okay, the Lord can save anyone. You know, we're all good. (laughs) He loves us. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love those type. Okay, so y'all did talk about you know your your journey in 2020. So, what is one thing that you wish that you knew before? Well, what you knew after becoming reborn? Um, <laughs> Who's gonna go first? Vic, you going first this time? Yeah, I can go first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I'm I'm gonna give two. One is kind of like a fun one, but one um don't get discouraged if someone that you share your revelation with doesn't have the same excitement as you. Mm-hmm. Um it's new to you, it may not be new to them, or rather they need a fresh revelation of that thing. So like don't don't get discouraged. Your your revelation is still the revelation that God has given you on his word and be excited about it and you never have to stop being excited about it um and two when you're learning about when you're reading the bible to learn um who god is don't just read it read it for understanding and also read it to be able to share it that's something that i didn't really do for a long time um And I had to like relearn stuff because I didn't know how to articulate it to someone else, but read for understanding and understand to be able to share because that is the gospel. That's good. That's it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, One thing I wish I knew, okay, that there are many different doctrines that people follow. And that not everybody's always going to agree with you about everything. Now, there are some like, I like to call close-handed doctrines that are just like, those don't change. Like, 
Like, if you don't believe Jesus died on the cross, I mean, I can't, I can't, we, we, we cannot agree about that, you know, but <laughs> certain things, it's just like people, like if you get on Christian TikTok, have y'all been there? Have y'all been on Christian TikTok? People just fight all day about stuff that doesn't even matter. I wish I had known that beforehand before. Cause like I said, I got saved in like my living room with just me and me reading and me and God just like working in me. So then when I, when you meet like church people that, you know, never read their Bible, you're just like, wait, it's wild. What's happening? So I wish I had known that. Um, but it's okay though. I still love them. I wish I knew I would have lost some friends and, uh, some relationships. I definitely, um, I lost two of my best friends through that. Uh, very strange. Um, like one friend like became, we were both like finding God at the same time, but she became like super religious, like, um, like, like, like cult type religious and we're not in each other's lives anymore. And then one of my other friends became like like when I tell you 2020 just rocked everybody's spiritual world, my other best friend became literally like a witch and she went that way. And I'm in the middle, like, I just love Jesus. <laughs> you know? So I did not know that it would be like that life changing that I wouldn't um my relationships would change because I just changed so much. Um my relationship like with my child's father changed. We we weren't we we decided not to be together anymore just because it's like we're on two different paths sad but it's like you know so i i wish i had kind of known that but i mean it is what it is but you may lose a, a few friends it, it could happen possibly that's so crazy. we we filmed the episode right before we were talking about something similar to that so y'all be on the lookout for that episode part three of this series yes i think that is a good point uh as far as um realizing that you, you may lose friends um, because everybody can't be who you are, you know? You can't force people to be like you. And just, I think just remembering that, don't try to, what's the word? What's the word? Don't try to force, <laughs> there we go. Don't try to force God down people's throats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate that. I don't they, like that in the place where you are, they're not going to be receptive to you. Yeah. So just kind of discern where that person is before you try to push God down. Yeah. They may just push you out. Yeah. yeah, they may. Yeah. They may. <laughs> and I feel like it doesn't work. It, I always think about like, well, like, how did you get saved? Like, was it because someone drug you to church? Was it some because somebody beat you over the head? Was it because somebody told you if you didn't do this, you were going to go to hell? No, it was, it was literally God, God can do it. He really doesn't even need our help, but we're doing it. But he really could just like we just need to step back and let him work in their lives and just be mm -hmm. a good example as much as possible. Yeah. Is that scripture? We plant the seed of his reward and God will get the I'm fair uh, that ain't even fair Let me find it. I'll be sorry. Plant the seed. Um Oh, is that the one with Paul and Apollos? And Paul is like, I I plant Apollos waters, but God gets the harvest or God does the work. That's what it is. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking of it as she was talking and I was like, I'm going to say this eventually. 
to go. First Corinthians 3, 6 through 9. Yes. And Shay's going to copy it in the chat box for us. So, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I said, God, I never want to be the person where I force anybody to do anything that they don't want to do. Just give me the seeds to sow and I'll sow it. You know? Mm-hmm. And then God, like for y'all, I mean, nothing was forced down y'all. So, you know, y'all had that that moment with God and found like, hey, I need to get to know a little bit more. I need to go on my Bible for myself and get mm-hmm. to know him for myself as well. And then right. accept the Christ as your Savior. So, mm-hmm. I, it should be our gift. Want- yeah, like, hey, that's the only me. way it sticks. It only sticks yeah. if it's really organic, you know. Like yeah. if it's forced, and you just doing it just because you're scared, or you just doing it because I don't know whatever like superficial reason, it doesn't mm-hmm. stick. You yeah. you fall off way quicker. I've I've been there before. You, you fall off. It's not a real. Yeah. It's not real. Oh, that reminds me like. When- <laughs> That was a good word though. Like when I first like rededicated my life, I was so afraid that I was just being a fake and it was all gonna fall off. And I used that against myself so much in the beginning of my new walk. Cause I was just like, this is just a fake, it's gonna fall off. But I guess even if it well, that's what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say actually? What do you mean? You know, okay, for example, when people, so people going to church for the wrong reasons, say uh-huh. you go to church just because you're going to talk to somebody. Some of the scriptures, some of that sermon, it's going it's it's to it's penetrate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of it's going to get in, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's true, because don't nobody want no forced relationship. Like, hey, you be my boyfriend. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. All right, so last question. Um, want to know what tips would you offer for newly reborn Christians? Um, oh, is it my turn to go first? Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> okay, I wrote some things down. Okay, my first tip would be to read your Bible for yourself, of course. Not only read your Bible, but it might sound like a lot of work, but you need to, um, when you don't understand something, you need to like go into some kind of commentary, some kind of like something from some scholar that knows already, or maybe if you have a close relationship with your pastor, somebody else. Um, but I think you should read your Bible for yourself. I don't think you should ever, all, I don't think you should always hear things for the first time at church. That's just, I, I don't know. I think you should read the Bible for yourself. Um, study it as much as you can. Um, don't just, um, read the verses that your pastor says, cause he might honestly, a lot of churches I go to or listen to, they, I feel like they use the same sermon. I mean, same verses over and over again. And when you read the Bible for real, there's so many more verses. There's so many more things people never really preach about, or, but you may find like a resource on it. Um, pray about everything. Pray about everything. There is was it first Thessalonians, I think five seventeen. I might know that one. That's pray constantly. Pray without ceasing. You pray about everything, no matter what. You give it to God. You pray, you pray, you pray. You don't have to pray like these weird uh priest like prayers. You talk to God like you talk. You just talk. You open your mouth, start talking, give him your thoughts. 
Give him praise. Give him thanks. Thank him for what he did. And the more you learn scripture, speak scripture back to God. I love right. that. I feel like he loves it too. Um, and my other advice, do not fight with other Christians about stuff that doesn't matter. You look foolish. You look foolish. I'm just saying. Y'all look crazy out here. And the unbelievers are looking at y'all like, I want nothing to do with that because y'all over there fighting about things I don't even get. I don't get, I don't, I, I don't know why they're fighting over, the, like there's the new thing on TikTok about people observing the Torah versus not. I just can't, I can't understand it. I just, it, it's just too much, you know? Who Like, not who cares, but it's just like, but do you know Jesus though? Like, that's the thing. Do we know Jesus and what he said? And y'all trying to nitpick everything? It really bothers me. So my advice is to not get swept up in that, not get uh, swept up in, well, I know this and I'm smarter than you and I'm more theologically sound and I'm more... I mean, yo, that's just, just stop that. Just read your Bible, love God, love people. That's it. So. Ditto. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, for real though. Um, we, we think alike a lot. Of, yeah. So I'll just give the one that was not on that list. Um, get into a Bible believing church. Uh, oh yeah. My bad. Um, yeah. Get into a Bible believing church. That actually teaches the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The whole Bible. The whole Bible. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, oh, brain fart. Sorry, I said fart. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like she said, read the Bible for understanding. And like I was saying earlier, read it, understand it to be able to share with other people. Oh, yes. Um, be, thank you. <laughs> um, guard your heart because, um, the same way you're not just going to stick a baby in the middle of a, I don't know, subway station. Um, they have all the, the, you know, just being exposed to all types of germs, people touching them, all that kind of stuff. The same way you guard a baby, guard your salvation. Um, not saying don't listen to anybody. But let God show you who you should listen to. Um, and also there's a verse in John where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. And this is right before I believe the Pharisees are like, the the power that he has is from Satan. And he was like, nah, be, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like in the beginning of that. He said, if your will is to do God's will, then you'll be able to know if um, if what I'm saying is of me. Or if it is of God. So if our will as Christians is to do God's will, then um, then we'll be able to discern who is of God and mm-hmm. whose words are not of God. And the more that you get in your Bible to know what God has said, mm-hmm. it'll be a lot easier to discern those things. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. That small inkling that you get of like, Mm, that don't feel right that's a different feeling than mm, you right <laughs> that's a different feeling than being convicted there's a feeling that you get and you know it and like yeah. don't act like you don't don't discount that feeling you know it and it's when someone is sharing something with you that doesn't seem to sit right with the god that you know yeah test it 
don't just don't just write it off. Go to the word. Test it. Test that spirit so that you're not among strange spirits. Ooh, yeah. Strange fires. Ooh. Strange fires. Yes. Yeah. So that you're not among strange fires and so that you don't get ablaze with something that ain't God. Mm. That's it. Yes. They are I like that advice. That was good. That was. And just to go with y'all, um, I agree with everything you guys said. Those are great tips. Thank y'all. Um, every time you read the word of God, even when you go to church, no matter what it is, I would just say pray before you go in Um I just a short prayer my uh pastor gave us. Just ask that your spiritual mind be brought forth. So I'm not reading your word with my carnal mind and just like, you know, reading it, just reading the words on the on the page, but just mm-hmm. ask your spiritual mind is forth so that you may be able to understand um, it the way that it was. It's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Revelation. It's even revelation, I should say. How am I supposed to apply this to my life? It's applicable. Mm-hmm. I know that is definitely true with praying before you go into the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can pray as you're reading the word because I've been in the book of Job and I just have to stop. I just like, Lord, just help me because I just don't understand. Get me through this. Oh, yes. That's a. <laughs> That's a that's a oh I don't, I don't even have the words for Joe. Man. <laughs> we, we read that like how many a couple months ago? Is that a month ago? Yeah, that was it's a good book though, but it, yeah. it requires some uh some prayer. Yep, mm-hmm. for sure, and some understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I warn I, I want to warn uh all the new all the new baby Christians. Um if you don't understand something that happens in the Bible, just leave it alone and come back. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that is like pertinent to your salvation is something that you're going to be able to understand. Yeah. Everything else, it can take a bit to chew. And I don't mm-hmm. want to um, set you off on a journey to only drink milk. Some parts of the Bible, you're going to have to chew through. And yeah. it's okay. Like, if you don't understand something, that doesn't make you any less of a Christian. That doesn't make you any less saved. If you don't understand mm-hmm. something, you don't understand something. We're not going to understand everything in the Bible. As much as we we can read it multiple times. Oh, you will learn read. something every time. You learn And it'll be new every, every single time because mm-hmm. the word is living. And so, like, don't don't be discouraged if you don't understand something. Leave it there. <laughs> and don't be discouraged if you find something that is offensive to your 2022 mind. You read about ancient people in ancient times doing an ancient, ancient culture. Stuff. Yeah, you got to read in context. Oh, I should have put that in my advice. Yeah. Read stuff in context. in context. This is not 2022. It's not even close. It's a long time ago. And there's going to be some stuff that may hurt your heart. Ask God about it and ask him, Lord, why? When you Mm -hmm. read Judges chapter 19, ask him, why, Lord? Why did that happen? And he might tell I mean, he'll probably tell you. But, I mean, there's going to be some stuff you just like, I don't know why that's in there. It's in there because it happened. Mm -hmm. The Bible is a story of imperfect people magnifying a perfect God. Mm -hmm. Everything that's Mm -hmm. in the Bible 
does not mean that God approved it. It doesn't mean, oh, well, so-and-so did it so I can do it. No. No. They were sinners too. The only Mm -hmm. perfect person in the Bible was Jesus. And that's it. And that's it. So, yeah, read it in context because you'll be surprised how many things aren't necessarily, quote-unquote, encouraging. But they'll read you. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. (laughs) So I do have two tips myself. Um, The first one is no one believer's walk will look the same. So don't compare yourself to the next person, even if y'all got baptized the same day. Your walk is not going to look the same. So just focus on yourself and your relationship. Yeah. And then my last one is be patient. Um, you can pray for something today and get it in three years from now. God works on his own time. And just remember, he's not a genius. He, he does things in his time. Like I said, he's asking so just remember that. Just be patient through this process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for real. That's real. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. So we, Vic, you know, last time you all, we love to give y'all an opportunity to shout yourselves out. So we're going to go ahead and turn it over to y'all to do these shameless plug segment of our show. So we're going to turn it over to you and get out of here. <laughs> okay. Shameless plug. Okay. Well, first of all, we're here at the Tents and Tabernacles podcast. So mm-hmm. that's our first and foremost plug. Um, Tents and Tabernacles podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, all the places. Um, our videos are on YouTube. If you search Tents and Tabernacles podcast, we do not have a specific YouTube for it yet, but I think that I might have to do it soon. Yeah. Um, and what else? Right now, if you listen to our podcast, we are reading through the Bible in chronological order. So it's super fun. We just got into, I think, First Kings. We're starting First yeah. Kings. So super exciting. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we have an Instagram. It's at Tents and Tabernacles Pod. And also um, on Instagram individually, I am at the word with Wiggy and Vic. And I'm at it's your girl Vic. Vic, goodness, it's your girl Vic. Why O U R? Because yes. grammar over here. Yeah, it's your <laughs> girl Vic, V I C. Yes. But yeah, we hope to see you guys all over at our podcast. Uh, we release weekly. Um, it's not super formal. It's we it's just two two homegirls talking about the Bible. It's real fun. Um, and yeah, we just hope everybody joins us over there mm-hmm. and listens along and learns something and laughs. That's that's our goal for you to learn something and to laugh. Yep. What yeah. she said. Mm-hmm. She did it so well. I, I mean, I try. I try. Child, I I'm try. so proud of you. You did it so Thank good. You. I know. I didn't even prepare that part, but I know what we got. <laughs> you know, I've just been trying to practice, you know, my whole, this whole podcasting thing. We're new to it. 
we started in September, but I know that this is going to be my job one day. So I'm just, I've just been, you know, watching other people like, you know, just perfecting my, my voice. I know it's, it's entertainment at the end of the day. I'm trying to educate. I'm just trying to do, you know, but one day, give me, give me a couple of years and I'll be able to quit my corporate job. Period. You heard it here first. You heard speak yes, y'all heard it here first. I mean, Yo. I might not quit it because multiple streams of income, but I could. You know, we'll just see. The forward can look real good. It's a choice. Yeah, I can make the choice though. We'll see. You know, I like money. <laughs> we'll see what God says. We'll see what God says to do. That part. Exactly. He is in charge. Definitely. So guys, we have given you guys, they have given you their information. Make sure that you guys go follow, subscribe. All of that wonderful stuff. Go ahead and click the links that are in the um, chat box of this video description, description too, as well. Yeah. So you guys know where to find them. So there's no excuse. Probably. Yes. Come join us. <laughs> wow. I really appreciate you guys for letting us come on here. Yes. But, thank I mean, you so much. I mean, this is our first appearance as a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really appreciative of you, of you guys. Like, I've been following you guys for a little while. So before, like, you even knew who I was. Like, when you guys had Vic on and she told you who I was, I was like, I already follow them. I'm already, <laughs> Marty Creeper. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been a fan. Well, thank, you. thank you for your support. We truly, truly mm-hmm. appreciate it. And thank y'all for coming on. And I, I always say this. You know, thank you for being obedient because your podcast is needed. Yeah. It's it's a great podcast for people who are reading the Bible to just to get another take on it. So mm-hmm. I thank y'all for that. I love y'all high low moment of y'all show. It's my favorite. So. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Anyone who is watching and or listening, blow up this video. These these ladies are absolutely amazing. I just want to say that the Obedience Podcast is is awesome. Um, if this is your first time listening to them, please go and subscribe to them and like their podcast and listen to their podcast. Just like raise their viewership, raise their listenership. They're trying to get to a thousand. They almost there. I will find you. If you guys do not subscribe, I will find you with, you know, um, God's love and, <laughs> uh, and Holy Spirit conviction. But I will find you. Yes. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe. If you like the video, like the video. Yes, women supporting women. Love I love it. Let's go. Women empowerment. Well, y'all heard her, right? She gonna come at you with the God of the Old Testament. So <laughs> the ancient of days, honey. <laughs> well, y'all go ahead and get to her instructions. Yes. <laughs> Somebody just was obedient. Somebody just subscribed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. We have one. Hallelujah. <laughs> the doors of the church are open. <laughs> oh man. That's what's up. That was that was right Is on there time. Yet two? <laughs> <laughs> Is there another? Is there yeah. another? <laughs> I'm oh, done. Right. I'm done playing. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. It's greatly appreciated. Really, yes. thank you. Really, really. Awesome. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and let me get us out of here. We just we like to go out of here. We'll be back. We don't know when, but just be ready. 
to be on here again. <laughs> All right. We're ready. All right. Y'all have a good night. You too. All right. Good night. All right, y'all. It's us again. Okay. Yeah. Since we are doing the Reborn series, I think it's only fair and perfect that we do offer anybody who hasn't accepted Jesus as a Savior yeah. the opportunity. So, if you don't know, through Jesus Christ, we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the perfect chance to do so. It's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after us. Mm-hmm. So, let's take a moment and make this moment intimate. Mm-hmm. And let's go ahead and pray. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the front of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And just like that, just that simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ. And you are now reborn. So congratulations. Welcome, sis or bro. We've been yeah. waiting on you. So I hope that y'all enjoyed those great tips in the episode. Definitely be sure to use them. One of those tips were to connect with a Bible teaching church, which is absolutely important in your walk of Christ. So yeah. be sure to check out a church in your area. If you cannot find one, if you're quarantining, different things like that. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below. Mm-hmm. And we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. Yeah. We always say your virtues. Yeah. So come and do a good. So we are going to wrap up this obedience podcast talks. But we want to thank y'all so much for watching. Thank everybody who is going to watch the replay. Yep. Comment down below, hashtag replay, so we can thank you personally for sticking around with us. Um, don't forget to check out the Reborn Workbook. I should have put that picture up in here. Don't forget to check out that. What else am I forgetting, Ashley? And you guys already know, don't forget to share this video with five of your friends and also your enemies. We bless them around here. And if you guys have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. It's so important that we just talked about, we just found the episode about community. So let us stand in agreement with you. Come on, community. Yeah. All right, here you go, y'all. Ashley, just look at the co-host. Look at her co-hosting over here. Oh, she was, she was, oh, she was killing, she was killing some time. But y'all, be sure to check out the Reborn Bible Study Workbook. It is an instant download on Etsy. The description is a description box. The description is in the description box. The link is in the description box. So definitely check that out. Um, It is a workbook for the new believer, but I also think it is essential for existing believers as well. Because just like um, Wiggy and Vic said, you never want to stop being a disciple. So you want to know the words to say as you're going out to disciple um, as an existing Christian. So keep 
that in mind. And also, if you cannot help us financially, y'all, we have some free resources down there as well. So definitely click on the two. We got two for y'all this month. The two free resources that we have down below as well. All right, that's it, right? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. We will see y'all in two weeks for another Obedience Podcast Talk. And our girl, Bumper Price, is going to be in the building. So y'all definitely be prepared to come and check her out. But in the meantime, in the time, as always, be obedient. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.